So I think one major difference between myself now, almost 57 years of age, and my younger self is that uh, pretty much given up the fight. Right? I don't fight about things nearly as much. I just don't want to put the energy in it. So instead, I focus on trying to have the best possible relations with everyone I meet. You know, from every different type of diversity, religion, orientation, race, creed. just want to get along with people to the best extent possible. And so I still like having my say. Yeah, I still like giving my perspective on things, but in my old age has come more and more important to me to try to phrase things in a way that the widest possible audience can hear to minimize the chances of people unnecessarily taking offense. And so, just minimizing conflict in my life. Right? I just like a calm, reflective, reflexive, introspective, analytical, happy life. So, it used to be that people would notice I always wanted to create drama everywhere I went. Like my dad had the nickname as the big stirrer. Just like, always liked to stir things up. And I kind of followed in his footsteps, had that reflex that uh, the outside world was the enemy to be debunked. And uh, I don't think that really served me. So instead of being an activist, instead of being perpetually outraged about this or that, instead of like seeing myself, you know, as a knight on a white horse, you know, riding off to right this wrong and that wrong, being unafraid to tackle the difficult topics and the scary people. I kind of largely let that go. I remember one older and wiser friend said to me, if you, if you really exposed you know, serious wrongdoing, you, you'd be dead. So, just I know you like to think of yourself as a, as a hero, just uh, you know, exposing wrongdoing and fighting for the side of justice and see yourself as a heroic truth teller. But uh, if you really started exposing heroic truths, like you'd be dead. So maybe making peace with reality, and making peace with you know, just the limited, you know, modest amount of difference that I can make in the world. And uh, came out for a walk today, wanted to enjoy you know, the flowers in bloom here in Runyon Canyon just enjoy the afternoon. I don't have to take on the, the scariest, darkest, most evil characters. Like I felt, felt driven to take on the scariest, darkest, most evil characters. In my younger years in blogging, I was always like looking for some uh, scary, nasty person to take down. Did all these stories about you know, rabbi predators predators in other industries, like it's up to me, you know, I was going to you know, fight for right, 
take on the bad guys. But uh, I eat less and less look at the world in terms of good guys and bad guys. I do sometimes. I think it's, it's written into our DNA that we, we're just wired to do that. We all need a hero story. We all want to you know, make our mark on whatever hero system our, our community holds by. But think about a little distance from that basic imperative. So I still recognize it's there. So I want to place myself on the side of the angels. But uh, maybe I'm not as compulsive about it. Maybe I have a more realistic understanding of how much of a difference I can make. A more realistic understanding of my own talents. You know, where I stand in the greatest scheme of things. Where I can be effective. My God, isn't this gorgeous? So, you know, just glory in the flowers and uh, just glory in an attitude towards life where I just try to understand what's going on rather than trying to change the world. Maybe I'm just more focused on understanding the world understanding how people operate, understanding the forces that shape the world around us, understanding what motivates different groups, how different groups experience the world differently. And so I don't get the drama, you know, and the dramatic spikes of adrenaline, but like this morning, I was still wide awake, 3.45 a.m., like eager to go on my day been thinking a lot about epistemic sabotage and epistemic corruption, how there are certain thought bubbles created by gurus that are incredibly seductive to fall into and incredibly difficult to reason your way out of. So epistemic sabotage is when you sabotage essentially other sources of information outside of your own group or outside of yourself. And so be a guru generally means that you demean orthodox sources of information like agencies, academia, government, experts, right? Your own gut, right? Your own common sense, your own truth telling abilities, right? You don't buy into the game. Right, you're not going to just go with what the experts say. Right, that's how gurus operate. And then they develop a following as they pillory the official sources of information such as the New York Times or CDC or the FDA. And I'm just in the middle saying, yeah, apply skepticism to all sources of information, including yourself. Right? including the dissidents on Twitter and on the blogosphere. I'd apply that same skeptical perspective on them as you would on official government sources or the major organs of the mainstream media. And you don't get that sense of aggrievement and righteousness and indignation and revenge and resentment and anger and 
know, that white hot rage that you've been screwed over but you only you, you know, can see through the BS that's just a calmer way of living without the dramatic highs and lows without the dramatic narrative where you're making you know, a difference single-handedly taking on Jeffrey Epstein and the forces of darkness and the democratic satanic pedophiles. So, in my old age, choosing calm over drama, understanding over activism, causing, uh, choosing like the disinterested perspective over the partisan perspective instead of sallying forth to do to do battle just going for a nice stroll among the flowers Fish, vegetables. listening to audio box trying to take the, the 10,000 foot 10,000 meter 10,000 mile approach being very distant instead of like being up close so when you're writing or when you're making a movie, all right, you can you can have the camera on you very close, or you can take a more distant perspective. So the up close perspective is more dramatic and more exciting, it's more compelling. But the ten thousand foot level is more calming. <laughs> <laughs> 